Episode 60 Spill Spot Hey Chainers and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host Dennis O'Brien and I'm Katie Welsh. Alright Katie, so today we're hanging out with Matt and he paid off a ton of student loan debt. I'm sure that you're pretty jealous right now. I am pretty <laughs> jealous and I'm actually kind of sad because I didn't get to be on this call because I was actually at my side job working when yep. it was going on, but I did edit it. So I got to, I kind of felt like I was in the conversation <laughs> and while I was editing, editing it, I would like mentally kind of chime in and like try to say something yeah (laughs) actually it's a little weird um you know like we could have it that you can just record in like your answers and just like overlay it no (laughs) i'd be like that's not the same that's so so weird you know i was on chain of world and i was recorded and i was interviewed by one person but there were two people on the podcast yeah no that's that's too weird and i hate to break it to you but i don't think my editing skills are quite to that level (laughs) awesome well are you ready to dive out into our interview yes perfect let's do it Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Matt Spiller with us. Matt is the creator of Spillspot, which started out as a place to create a portfolio for his writing. Once Matt got into the meat of the site, However, he realized that he wanted it to be so much more and it has since then evolved into a full-on personal finance blog where he inspires people to be more mindful when managing their money. Matt has managed to pay off over $40,000 of student loan debt in four years and loves inspiring others to do the same. He currently resides in the Bay Area with his wife and two dogs. Welcome, Matt. Hey, Dennis. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to have you. So let's dive right in. Let's chat about your blog's name a bit, Spillspot. So there's more to a story to the name, isn't there? Yeah, the, uh, it's definitely a unique name. Um, the way it came to be, um, my last name's Spillar, so um, my baseball teammates in high school would uh, nickname me Spills, and it kind of just stuck. And, and when I was trying to figure out a name for my blog, um, it, I wanted something short and sweet um, that was easy to remember. And so that's that's how Spill Spot came to be. I really like that. It's kind of like your own spot on the web that you can just, you know, do your own thing. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. Yep, that's that's the idea. Fantastic. So in one of your recent posts, you spoke about how you paid off over $15,000 in only 10 months. I have to ask, did you like plan to do the 15K or did you just kind of get addicted to paying it off as time went on? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that went into that. So um, kind of to give you some background information, uh, we graduated, my wife and I, uh, from college in 2013 um, with $40,000 combined in student loan debt. Um, and it took us, it took us a little while. We, we started off, um, just making the minimum payments. Um, and, um, we got married in 2014 and then it took us a little while to, to figure out the whole budgeting as a couple and, um, to get consistent incomes and, and start to set some savings aside. Um, so really uh, 
once we, once we had built up an emergency fund and kind of figured out how to budget together, that's when, um, the debt payoff really got kickstarted. Uh, we went to financial peace university at our church, um, which is Dave Ramsey's program. And that really was what, um, kind of started it all. Um, it helped us have the foundation, um, of the basics. And then it let us kind of break it down into simple steps. Um, and so the $15,000 in 10 months really, uh, was a lot of factors. It, it was, we finally had an emergency fund that had been built up so we could, um, start diverting all our extra money towards debt. Um, and that included side hustle income as well. And so any extra dollar we had, we started throwing towards our debt. I see on your site that you actually posted on March 19th that your student loans are now fully paid off. So a massive congratulations for achieving us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, <laughs> we made the last payment uh, on March 8th, so a couple of weeks ago. And man, it's, it, it's been a long time coming and uh, it's a huge accomplishment for us. How does it feel? Like, I'm actually sorry Katie's not here because she's busy paying off her student loans. And, you know, she... She has this like determination in her eye that, you know, she just wants to get it done. But I'm, I'm sure that when you actually do reach it, it's totally worth it. And you almost feel overwhelmed. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, to put into words almost. Um, it really, it, it's like this burden that's been, that's been lifted. And it, when you, when you have it, like graduating with so much debt um, and making those, those payments for so long and, having every spare dollar you have being thrown towards it. It's, it's really a gratifying experience to finally see that balance at zero. And, and really the most exciting part for me is that now I can use this story to inspire other people. And now we, we have some, you know, extra cash flow that we can start using to build towards our future instead of putting it all towards debt. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, now that you have that all paid off, you're essentially debt-free, is that correct? We have a little bit uh, of left on a car loan, so we have about $4,000 left, but we're, we're so close to debt freedom that, that we can almost taste it. And the student loans were definitely the biggest priority for us because um, the interest rate was higher and um, it just it felt like a lot more of a burden. Um, and so paying those off as quickly as possible has helped grow those options that we now have definitely and four grand is definitely like pocket change in comparison to what you've done already <laughs> exactly yeah fantastic well i'm sure that with the newfound money in your bank accounts every month you're going to definitely put it to good use and start really looking forward to saving for retirements and everything else like that but it's so critical that you establish yourself as debt-free as, as quickly as possible as young as possible because once you've reached that milestone the world's your oyster. You can do whatever you want to do. You can, you know, whether you want to save, whether you want to do overseas trips, whatever it is, you have that ability and that flexibility to kind of decide where you want to head to in life. Definitely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, reaching this accomplishment has, has done a lot of things for us. One, it's, it's shown us that, that we can um, make big goals and make small consistent progress over time to reach those goals. And so now other things in life seem a lot less daunting. Um, eventually we'd like to own, you know, own real estate, um, you know, saving up for retirement. It seems like a big, scary number 
Um, but it's really just small, consistent progress over time. Uh, we, we want to do a lot of travel and, and, um, save money for a future family. And we have a lot of these, these long-term life goals and, and we know that we can achieve them now after achieving a big accomplishment, like paying off this debt. Most definitely. So let's talk a little bit about money management. One of your site's main focuses is on education for millennials. Why do you think that there's such a gap between millennials and other generations when it comes to money? And how have you tried to address that? That's a great question. Um, For me, what really sparked sparked the passion um, that, that, that came from my blog was um, inspiring millennials. And really it's, to me, we don't get this education in school. Uh, there's no personal finance classes in high school or college, or if schools offer it, there's very few schools that, that really do. Um, a lot of it is trial by error and it's, it's information that, uh, you graduate college and then you're trying to, to navigate this world and, and figure all this out, uh, for yourself. Um, and so when I started learning more about personal finance, I really wanted to take these topics and distill them down and, and make them more interesting for the masses and make them more accessible um, to people that uh, that don't read about uh, personal finance all the time. Um, and so I was blessed to have parents that, that set me up for success uh, with the basics. Um, and then I've, and then I've, you know, discovered this interest and this passion for myself and, and I've learned even more along the way, but the, really the goal through the blog is to, to pass that knowledge and passion on to others um, that may not have grown up with this education. That's definitely inspirational. So I'm sure that you know of a whole bunch of tools. What could you recommend that our listeners try out? Well, for tools, uh, really for, for us, we signed up for mint.com and we use the app and that's, uh, really given us the visibility into all our, uh, financial accounts. Um, and so whether you, whether you choose mint or whether you choose another budgeting tool, I would highly recommend some sort of budgeting tool, um, that lets you track your expenses closely um, and, and sets your budget for every month. Um, there's various other tools out there like, uh, YNAB, you need a budget. Um, there's personal capital, there's a few other tools. Um, and no matter who you ask, uh, they'll have a, have an opinion on it in the personal finance uh, community. But for us, mint has been, been a game changer. I'm also a big fan of Mint, so I'm glad you went with them. <laughs> oh, awesome! Very nice. Yeah, and then then there's a couple a couple other tools that I use. Um, they're not directly money related, but they they help me stay organized. I use Evernote um, for for note taking, and so I put all my blog ideas in there. I put uh, I, I write out budgets, I write out expenses in there. Um, just any ideas I come across, um, and then Pocket is a app I really like. Um, I read a ton of personal finance blog posts to, to learn as much as possible. Um, and so I, whenever I find a post that, that looks interesting, but I don't have time to read it, I, I save it into pocket and it's a list of, it saves them all your posts in there and lets you uh, go back and read them when you have time. That's really interesting. So does it just kind of curate what you, so, so you're basically a mini curator as such. You'll just kind of 
grab bits and pieces from here and there and like it just organizes that for you yeah exactly it lets you it lets you just save it for later um so you just click save to pocket and it throws it into the app and then when you open up the app it lists all those articles that you've saved in there um and the best part about it is it doesn't use any it, you don't need wi-fi or, or data to access it so it, it saves it in there so if you're on a plane or, or somewhere that you don't have good service um you can still access all your reading. That's really cool. I'm definitely going to check that out. So um, what are some of the biggest money mistakes or stories that you have? Luckily, I haven't had too many uh, big money mistakes. Um, some people might think that student loans are a money mistake, but for us, they, they were necessary and we don't regret them. Um, and they really taught us a lot throughout this whole process. Um, but in terms of money stories, um, something I like to, to tell people is that, um, during, during your debt payoff, there's always going to be obstacles that come up. And we definitely had our, our fair share of obstacles. Um, we had everything from unexpected vet bills for our dog, uh, a car fender bender. Um, I, during this debt payoff, I, I went through a job layoff, um, and that was unexpected. And then we had to kind of go through that. So really, uh, my encouragement to, to the listeners is that um, there's going to be obstacles that come come about during your during your journey, um, but really keep keep going throughout it and don't let it uh, don't let it deter you from your goals. It's actually really interesting you say that about education. You know, like I, I think that the value these days of a college. Well, let me start that again. The value of a college education is it's definitely deteriorated in recent years. And, you know, ultimately, um, even at jobs, people don't really care so much in terms of what you qualified with. They just want to know that you had the ability to qualify. And then it mainly just comes down to your ability at the workplace, you know. So sure, um, you may have done exceptionally well or badly at school or whatever. But ultimately, how do you handle real life? And, you know, it's really interesting the situation that America's in with the student loan debt problem. And, you know, like as time goes on, it seems education costs are just dramatically increasing. And ultimately, is it worth it? Is the return actually worth it? And I think it's something that a lot of people are really struggling with and trying to find that balance in terms of, okay, like, should I go to college for this particular type of degree or this particular line of work, which I want to get into, you know? And I think these days there's a lot of other tools that can get you to the same place, like maybe online courses, which are significantly cheaper. And ultimately you can achieve pretty similar stuff. And I, I right. say, I say that having two degrees and basically I'm a CPA as well. So I've gone the whole education route. It's just, the return seems to be dramatically decreasing as time goes on. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you hit it, hit it right on the head with what you said about balance. And I think, uh, it really comes down to evaluating where you want to, where you want to go. And it, it comes down to, you know, making the best decision possible. And so, um, you know, is going to the, the, biggest name available that's a private school out of state is that the best choice for your future or would going to a a state school that's local be a better choice right and um it it really comes down to 
um, what you want to study and, and whether, whether, whether the, the cost of school is going to, going to pay off. And for, for both my wife and I, I would say it definitely has paid off. Um, we went to a state school. Um, it was away from home for both of us, but it was local enough that we could drive home for the holidays and things like that. Um, and if we had gone the route of a private school and, and gotten six figures worth of debt, um, the return probably wouldn't have been worth it. Um, so it really comes down to just making the best choice for your future. But along those same lines, you know, we're having 17 and 18 year old kids trying to make these, these choices, right. And, and going into all this debt where, um, it's tough. Like they, they have all these choices that they're trying to make. They're trying to evaluate what they want to do in the future. And, and, uh, they're at such a young age. And so to put this huge, uh, student loan burden on them at such a young age is, is just unfortunate. Yeah. It's actually crazy. And like, I think we can just keep going on and on talking about the education problem that it, not just America, the world has, you know, and a lot of places, they like you have like polar opposites like where i'm from in south africa people are striking for free um tertiary education you know and the problem is at at what point does it make sense you know like i understand that look there there is value to an education I, i'm not disputing that at all i just think that you know for people to like on one extreme we have people wanting free education on another extreme we have people paying six figures to get like a, a basic education and like at what point is their balance you know ultimately we're all in a global economy these days and you know i, I really think that's a, a significant change needs to happen to the global education system to really facilitate a more free environment definitely i, I would agree there and the student loan debt in our country continues to to grow on a daily basis and so something's got to change but it's it's definitely a topic that that I look to uh, dive deeper into in the future and and learn more about and and try to make a difference in. Fantastic, Chainus. We're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainus, if you're looking for any type of freelance writing work, Katie is currently available. So hit up chainofwealth.com/contact. Katie is a fantastic writer. You can see some of her work at just Chain of Wealth. Most of the articles there have been written by her. And if you hit up the form and ask for some more resources, she can send you a ton of other places where she's been featured and everything else. So if you're looking for a freelance writer, now's your time. Chainofwealth.com slash contact. So Matt, why do you think people struggle to achieve their dreams? That's that's a great question, Dennis. Um, I would say that um, one reason could be that they don't have clearly defined goals, and I think that um, it's easy to to have a big dream. You know, for example, when I was younger, my dream was to be a professional baseball player, and that I quickly realized that that wasn't going to happen, and I could have been stubborn and stuck with it, and just you know been lying to myself that maybe someday it would happen, but, but I transitioned into the next best thing. And so I think that having breaking down your dreams into clearly defined goals, and then even breaking down those goals further into smaller actionable steps 
is really um, something that not enough people do and can make a really, really big difference in actually achieving those goals. Yeah, it's definitely about small steps to become to well, to achieve big goals. And like, I, I think if you set your goals too big, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you need a way to track it, you know, and it, I think it's definitely a better way to go if you break it down into smaller goals, even though you have a bigger long term goal and you just put them into different buckets, like a short term, medium term and long term goal. And just doing that, you'll already do, you'll already be ahead of like 90% of people because most people, they have goals in the back of their head and they never get to them. <laughs> exactly. And then while you're on that path, the path to those goals, celebrate the, the smaller achievements along the way. So for example, you know, if your goal is debt freedom, every time you pay off a thousand dollars of that debt, you know, celebrate it and, and realize how far you've come um, rather than just putting all your focus on the, on the end point, enjoy the, the journey along the way. Definitely. So do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, my favorites right now are choose FI, um, the Tim Ferriss show and do you even blog, uh, are three that, that I listen to all the time. And then as far as books, um, I like to recommend as for people that are just starting out, um, Dave Ramsey's program was, was so big for my wife and I. So I always recommend his book, the total money makeover. Um, and then once you, you have the, the basics kind of figured out, then the next step, um, my favorite book is simple path to wealth by Jim, Jim Collins. Um, and that kind of gives the, it takes it to the next step on, on how to build wealth. Do you have a favorite quote? Yeah. My favorite quote is by John Wooden. Um, and he's a famous, famous basketball coach. And he used to say, uh, be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are while your reputation is merely what others think you are. Um, and I love that quote because, um, uh, you're going to have a lot of people that, that don't believe in you or, or try to tear you down from reaching your goals, um, or, um, you know, aren't supportive of you. Um, but if you have, if you have strong character, uh, you're going to get far in life. Matt, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Thanks again, Dennis, for having me on. And it's been a great time talking with you. Um, my final piece of advice would be to, um, to all your listeners out there, just if you're struggling or if you're in debt or, you know, um, your finances aren't how you want them, um, just don't give up, find a friend or, or someone that can come alongside you and, and encourage you to keep working towards your goals. And, um, just know that, uh, being better each and every day is, is what makes the big goals happen. Chainers, we've been hanging out with Matt Spiller, the creator of Spillspot. You can check out his website at spillspot.com. And if you're looking for any sort of inspiration in terms of a payoff story, head over to his site. There's some great reading over there and it'll really help you get ahead and get the mindset in place. Chainers, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. If you'd if you really enjoyed the show, head over to chainofwealth.com slash podcast. 
there you can view today's episode and other episodes and really try and get yourself ahead. If you really enjoy the show and want to help us grow, don't forget to leave us a like on Facebook or Twitter or anything else like that. We absolutely love all comments. Catch you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.